2: Hey, everybody. Super, super welcome. Great to be connecting with all of you. Thank you for, you know, actually, thank you for tuning in, turning us on. Um, as usual, we have a great, great show, great lineup for you today. But before we go to that, hi, Penny. Welcome back. Hi,
1: Pat. Thank you. Good to be back.
2: Did you have a good time away from us? I did. You missed
1: you as always.
2: There we go. We missed you for Aww. sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because Nathan had a demonstration of what it's like to open up the phone lines for on-air readings and do that and give books away at the same time and uh, then have all the phone lines filled. And then once that happens, then have people calling all sorts of other lines trying to find out why they can't get through it. So we, we had to make sure he had that experience.
1: And that's what you got to do if you're going to set him off on the right foot for your show.
2: You got to set him off. You got to be like, that's the way we roll here on the show. Um, Listen, I love, there's one thing I love. Um, I love imagery. And uh, those of you that know me or any of you that have been to my house, you know, so when you walk in the house, you're thinking, whoa, what is all this stuff she has in here? You know, what are these, these beautiful, uh, People call them goddess heads. Other people call them queen heads, you know, that have been created. They're all through the house. Each of them has a special name for a special point in time that I was at in my life. And they're part of my healing journey. And so today, you know, uh, we're going to be talking with Angela Kaufman about queen up, how to reclaim your crown when life knocks you down. And, you know, the key to things, I, I was doing an interview with someone this morning, Benny, who wrote a book about Dolly Parton, and uh, really kind of a, a cool book. And it, well, we were talking about how, how we, life just gives us some ups, some downs, some sideways, some upside downs. But what is it that we can do, as Angela would say, to unleash the power of your inner Tarot queen. I say Tarot, people say other things. It's kind of like the way way you pronounce Charlize Theron's name. But the point is this. She has written a fabulous book that takes us through a journey of what it means to tap into the energy, to understand the energy of some of these most incredible messaging and tarot cards that we have what we know and what we don't know you know everything from what it means to get fired up uh to how to overcome obstacles about meditating but did you know did you know that there was a power that you had your inner tarot queen did you know that Angela is joining me here today as the author of the book, and we've got a bunch of copies of the book to give away. Certified intuitive consultant, psychic medium, intuitive empowerment, relationship coach, all of the above, on a mission, a lifelong mission. And, you know, the lifelong mission is kind of like mine. How do you get a message out there that is about spirituality, metaphysics, and in her case, tarot? And, you know, why is that for many people we look back at this ancient, and it is ancient, ancient way to communicate messaging, to really look at the ups, the downs, the sideways in life. Why is it in today's world, this message about all of us to clean up is so important? Angela, great to have you. Welcome. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. Yeah, so it's kind of cool. This this idea of queen up, reclaim your crown when life knocks you down. And it is really true. If you were to come into my house, Jessica's nodding up and down, Linda and Jessica, if you come in my house, I have a lot, I have a lot in my house that represents symbols of different things. But the one thing you'll find in each room are these beautiful painted uh, three-dimensional images that I've created out of um, the styrofoam heads and they have these beautiful gold crowns. And I was really struck by the pictures in your book and what it means to capture ourselves in the energy of this. Most people, Angela, don't know about the power slash empowerment of Tarot Queens what is it about them that that drew you to write this book, and how have they shown up for you in your life?
3: Ah, oh, that's a great question. and yeah. and by the way, hearing you describe your house like, I want to visit your house. Yeah. that sounds awesome. <laughs> I love it. Um, so, I started uh, learning tarot, uh, working with tarot as a teenager. Um, and a, a little bit uh, into teenage, early adulthood, I was on a Wiccan path um, and learned to relate to the four elemental energies of air, fire, water, and earth in a way that um, that was kind of a spiritual door opener for me. Um, I learned to relate to the elements as aspects of our personalities, um, areas of life, uh, personal strengths. And so, uh, for folks that do study tarot or have studied tarot, uh, there is a correspondence between the elemental energies, uh, and the tarot suits. So there's a suit in, in many, uh, traditional decks, we call it wands, swords, cups, and pentacles, but other decks might call them by other names. Um, but there's a connection there. And so, I went through my own journey of transformation, not one that I consciously signed up for, of course, but on some larger level was was lined up for me. Um, in, my, in my late 20s, I was hit by a car uh, as a pedestrian. And the journey to recovery really challenged a lot of my self-image. Um, one of the residual issues from this accident is a mild uh, traumatic brain injury. And so that really challenged what I was able to do for my career, challenged Mm -hmm. my lifestyle, self-image, all of that. And through the process of recovery, I was plugging into the spiritual beliefs that were important to me and looking at it through the lens of, you know, the, the wands energy, which is all about the brain power to begin with, that's thrown off balance now. So now I need to not only balance that, but draw on some of the other elemental energies to bring my life back into some semblance of order. Uh, And as I was going through that, um, I was working with other people as a tarot reader, as a coach, I was transitioning out of my career as a social worker. And it just kind of clicked at one point, that although my introduction to the elements was Wicca, obviously not everybody's Wiccan um, right. and not, not everybody's trying to be Wiccan and that's okay. Uh, <laughs> but a, a lot more people are open at least to tarot and Queens are our personification. You know, we relate with esoteric themes when we can put a person's face on them sometimes. Yeah, so well, let's
2: talk about the two most popular Queens that I can think of uh, in, in the history of our pop culture right now. Uh, the two most popular queens, uh, and they are both from Game of Thrones. So when we're thinking about this energy, right, and and we're going to dive into this, uh, this idea of the energy of queens and the fantasy element of it, as well as what we now call the metaphysical element of it, and when you think about these things, right, you know, we look at this term Wiccan, but when we go back in time, right, what are we thinking that Merlin was doing? If we look at the Merlins of the world, right? You know, we're looking at an energy that is now being reborn in our pop culture. I mean, think about it. How many shows on television right now, whether it's mainstream television or Netflix or or HBO or any of them, they are all in this realm now. As a matter of fact, there's an entire show called The Magician. So, you know, there's something about the energy of this that is being reborn, you know, and I wanted to get your take on it. Um, I don't think I'm just kind of making that up. I mean, I've, did, I've I've looked at this pretty closely and looked at what's come to our, our pop culture. What are the blockbusters about? Who are the female iconic um characters that are bringing life and new life to this world of of possibilities what is your take on that and how does it compare to the energy of the the tarot queens
3: oh absolutely yes you're you're not making it up it's absolutely true you know these these systems that have been around in every culture and and throughout time um are having a we're having a renaissance of it and it's really great and there's a um there's a modern revisioning of it happening too, which is awesome because you know, like you said, it's this is coming out of our pop culture, so the average yeah. person might not be interested in esoteric, uh, exploring <laughs> esoteric paths, and that's fine. They don't have to be. They can just turn on the TV or you know get the the top uh, best-selling books. And the way that I, I see this as connecting is um, because we're describing archetypal energy, or rather yeah. we're describing energy through use of archetypes. And and so an archetype for listeners who maybe don't know that word is it's a it's a symbol that's so universally recognized that it will be in all of your fairy tales it'll be in jk rowling's harry potter series right. um, you know it'll be on game oh my gosh game of thrones is a, an amazing example of just you know tearing up all the archetypes so yes yeah. and there and and as our society shifts we we honor or um kind of we honor different traits at different times and so um there's definitely a lot of queen of swords energy uh rocking and rolling right now the, the warrior queen um and we see that in our imagery in our um you know, in fashion and in, in books and movies. I mean, there's there's so many warrior women characters that are popular right now. Uh, and part of my hope with Queen Up the Book was to take this idea of the four elements, the four powers, the four queens and put it out there in a way that is practical, like, you know, OK, yeah, that's great. But what do I do with this in my life? But also that is understandable in the year 2018. So, OK, yeah, you know, elemental powers exist in the world. That's great. What does that mean for me today in modern society? So I was hoping to, you know, uh, blend all of that together as well, but that's, that's a great point. Yes. There's definitely a lot of, um, this resurgence. And, and even when we look at, um, the popularity of tools around manifestation and, and meditating and yoga and these different practices that are, that are spiritual practices and ancient practices, and they're coming, uh, into the mainstream again, which is a wonderful thing.
2: Well, and, you know, let's talk about the, the uh, tarot and how tarot now, you know, from where I've been, been doing this 15 years, and I've never heard, I've never been in a time where more people are looking at tarot and looking at it in a variety of different ways. But honestly, this is the first time I've heard somebody pull out or bring to the forefront, you know, what it means to queen up. And when we come back from break, we're going to talk about the queens, you know, the queen of wands, the queen of cups and queens that I didn't even think uh, I I had no sense of what they were and what they did. When we take a short break, we're going to come back. I'm going to take you through them. Um, We're also going to be giving away our first copy of this book so you too can reclaim your crown when life knocks you down. Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back.
0: Tune in to E3 Influence Radio. Own your impact, master your world. In this new hit show, Sarah Luce, empowerment coach and spiritual mentor, teaches us how to achieve our greatest potential to positively affect everything and everyone. The time is now to enlighten our minds, empower our hearts, and take energized action to raise the consciousness of our planet. Sarah shows us how with simple, easy-to-implement steps. To find out more about Sarah Luce and her E3 Influence program, visit sarahluce.com.
1: Interested in deepening your spiritual practice? The School for Esoteric Studies offers online training to spiritual seekers from all paths of life and individual coaching. Our courses synthesize Eastern and Western spiritual traditions based on meditation, study, and service applied to everyday life. To learn more about our courses and services, please visit www.esotericstudies.net. spirituality into your everyday lives on universe soul heart radio tune in each month on transformation talk radio as kathleen johnson explores the concept of sensible spirituality keeping you grounded connected and centered on the path to wholeness kathleen has dedicated her life to facilitating holistic healing and wholeness in others listen to universe soul heart radio and learn how to flourish grow and impact all we do on planet earth for more information go to universe
2: Wow. Hey, everybody. Uh, I just had a great chat with Angela during the break. For those of you that are just tuning in. Yeah. The book title is called Queen Up. Reclaim your crown when life knocks you down. Angela Kaufman joining me here today. Um, You know, we're talking about each of the four tarot queens in this empowering system, you know, and the book is written as an empowering system. What it does is it looks at the archetypal part of our personalities and our experiences uh, in humanity, and looking at how each of these queens, uh, well, I'm not going to tell you how each, I'm going to have her tell you, but how each of them can be called to the forefront. They come forward in ways to help us. And so, you know, she and I were talking during the break about the times we live in, And I was struck by one of the chapters, Mystical Wisdom for Modern Women. But before we get to that, um, Angela, first of all, how can people get a copy of the book and how can they find out more about you?
3: Sure. So uh, Queen Up is available any place that books are sold. It's also available online. And um, if people want to learn more about me or get in touch with me, my website is intuitiveangela.com, and that's all one word. And my email is intuitiveangela at gmail.com.
2: Awesome. Um, And uh, let's give a copy of the book away, Benny. We have several to give away for those of you out there. But also, if you have questions, let Benny know as well. Uh, 1-800-930-2819, one 930 2819 That's our toll-free number to give our first copy of the book away. We'll give that away to our first caller. Okay, so Angela, here's my question. I want to start out with this. Um, you've written this book, and you and I were, were talking during the break about the timing of this book. And what seems to be an awakening for the contemporary woman. Now, when I say contemporary, I'm not talking about age. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about age because, you know, um, you, you know Justice Ginsburg is uh, 84, 85 in the movie they did. So I am not talking about an awakening or a rising up or resurrecting that has to do with age. I'm talking about something when we talk about the modern woman. We're not talking about just an age group, and I wanted to ask you this: there had to be a reason for you to focus this book in the way you did. What's the message? What what what, what are you really calling to help women in this contemporary society with?
3: Ah, uh, so like with everything in mystical work, there's like the surface level, and then we <laughs> dive we dive down the rabbit hole, and there's all this other stuff. So. Yeah. Uh, so I started working on Queen Up um, three years ago, maybe four years ago now. Um, and initially the message was for women at the crossroads in terms of the the what we call like the microcosm versus the macrocosm, which is all of society. At first I was focused on the microcosm, you know, women at the crossroads who have just had a, a life changing experience uh, and the old rule book doesn't apply anymore. And you're saying to yourself, what do I do now? Um, <laughs> who am I? And and maybe some other more colorful language in there. Um, and that's who I was speaking to originally about how do you put your life together when maybe the expert advice doesn't apply to you or the way that your parents did things doesn't apply to you um, or the way that we used to do things doesn't apply anymore. So now we find ourselves here where we are in 2018 with uh, so much turmoil um, and, and so much really beneficial uprising and uh and really in the larger scheme of things um we are in a critical moment we're in a very powerful moment of awakening all around the world and uh and so now what i'm hoping is that on that down the rabbit hole macrocosm level i'm hoping that if women who follow this system Come to one develop their intuition because that is part of this process when you're queening up you're going to your higher guidance however you want to describe that your spirit guides your higher self your greater wisdom whatever Um, you're going to your higher guidance. Two, you're working on your healing. You're becoming integrated. You're no longer saying, I'm only um, a mother. I'm only a wife. I'm only uh, an executive. You're recognizing all of these powers so that when life shifts, you can can stay going with that tide. Um, But also, I feel like this system gives people access to a greater sense of themselves and a greater sense of their truth. And I feel like that really steadies us, um, so that we can uplift others around us because what I see happening right now in, in our society, um, is, and, and this wouldn't hurt for men to do this as well. So I, I right. geared the book toward women, but this wouldn't hurt for, for men. Uh, also, um, what I see happening is we're a very, queen of Wands air intellect information focused society so it's mm-hmm. all about this constant stream of information and this sounds a little harsh but in some ways uh, the mind has become the new battlefield so it's all about how can I influence that person's mind to get them on board with my um, philosophy ideology but really what a lot of that translates to is marketing and money right so mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of um, there's a lot of power struggle going on to influence what we believe about each other about ourselves about what we can and can't do and many times there's a price tag attached to that and so my my other goal with queen up is if we're really coming from or all four of these elemental energies we know deep in our hearts what is real what is right what is true and we're less susceptible to being swayed uh by people who um perhaps have an agenda in keeping us limited and keeping us fighting with each other
2: Yeah. And, you know, what's interesting about it is, you you know, we have been accused in the past of being complacent or complicit, both Mm -hmm. of both of those. Right. They don't mean the same thing, but they kind of do. And what I think we're finding is in the world we live in today, we're finding this 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 notion of of people and women, especially really searching for their voice. You know, what do I believe? What do I think? And then now that I figured out what I believe and what I think, oh, now what, what do I do? And so I wanted to ask you about that in the book, because there is something that we can tap into with understanding the power slash empowerment of these four queens. Right,
3: exactly, and so that's that's a great segue into into the actual queen energies because um, the the understanding. Um and the awareness that's, that's queen of wands. That's Mm -hmm. the idea, the concept, that's where we have to begin. Once we open up to an insight, uh, that's the power of air. That's the power of the mind. Uh, and then we, and then we recognize our voices and we get comfortable with our communication. Also queen of wands is communication. So once we honor that part of ourselves, I do have a connection to truth. I do have a connection to wisdom and I can speak it. Um, and that alone is a start. But that's only the beginning. So next we have the Queen of Swords, and that brings us into action. How am I walking through the world honoring this truth no matter what? Um, how am I asserting this truth? What actions am I taking uh, to to walk the you know walk the walk and not just talk the talk? And then we can further take that down to the the Queen of Cups, which is emotions, connections, relationships. Um, our our sense of empathy. So it's not enough to have the idea and be able to talk about the idea and then be able to walk through life asserting the idea. How do we remember that we exist in communities and we have to honor the relationships and honor our feelings and our connections to others? Um, and then finally, the Queen of Pentacles is Earth, and that's the full um, the the new framework, the full manifestation. So that's when we have fully grounded and and made solid and um and come to completion with like here is our new system here is our new uh, whatever it is right our our new society our new mm-hmm. uh our new way of living in a very concrete physical form.
2: Yeah and you know it's so fascinating when we're thinking about this because um I was talking to a friend of mine who says you know you can have characters, whether you're reading them in the books or, or otherwise, clearly there are characters that will get your attention, both male and female, both men and women, right? Both queen and king. Mm-hmm. But what seems to grab at the attention of so many is the multifaceted uh, archetype of, let's just call them queens or mm-hmm. women in power, let's say. You know, when you say queen, a queen is somebody that is in power by the very nature, right, Mm -hmm. of that phrase. Um, And yet at the same time, we're starting to see these archetypes manifest in such interesting ways. I want to ask you this question, uh, and let's talk about this when we come back from break. I want to talk about what each of these could bring to the table for us. You know, if we're in the middle of a relationship and it just is not going well, what could that bring to the table? If we're thinking we have a job or don't have a job or something's happening in the workplace, who do we call upon? You know, if we're thinking at some strange reason that we're going through the ebbs, the flows, the ups, the downs, the power, the lack of power, the victim and the victor, who do we call? Certainly, it. Not going to be Dolores in Westworld, who actually has all four of these archetypes in her character. And we'll talk (laughs) about that when we come back. Stay tuned, everybody. Angela's in the house.
1: it go radio the future awaits you tune in each month on transformation talk radio as host barbara scheidegger explores the way to clarity peace and how to live a successful life on your terms by turning negative experiences into positive ones barbara's curiosity about the human experience drives her both personally and professionally as a life coach author and renowned clinical hypnotherapist barbara knows how to move forward in a natural organic way without side effects if you want to grow be sure to tune in to let it go radio to learn more visit let it go
0: Practice living in wholeness with the body tune-up. Six classes for $89 designed for radical self-healing and self-regeneration. Heal the deepest root of any challenge. The mental body was programmed in negativity, not good enough, separate from source. You're too much, you'll never make it. The emotional body holds all the pain and trauma of emotional suppression, all the pain from this life and life's past. The spiritual body is the place you connect with your higher power, your higher self, with the image and likeness of the one. The physical body houses and expresses the other three bodies every day. Go to corneliastephanie.com. Evolve, become a practitioner. We need to heal, integrate, and bring into wholeness and harmony the physical body, addressing all the other bodies in order to live in our true, authentic nature.
1: Winning at the game of money, Lynn Brown is now offering Full Spectrum Finance, a progressive 12-month program that will help you to navigate through the mechanics of financial expansion. Finally, a financial planner who looks at the full spectrum of money and abundance, engage you in the mental, physical, and energetic aspects of finance. This is Full Spectrum Finance. Are you ready to get into it? For more information, go to fullspectrumfinance.com.
2: Tune in to Mainstream Metaphysics Radio to harness your connection with the universe to effect change for optimal success and happiness. Name one of the country's top psychics. Eve now brings her insights and gifts to this weekly hit call-in show. Joined by visionaries, leaders, and gifted others, but mostly you. Jot it down. Thursdays, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Um, I want to make sure all of you know we're going to give a copy of this book away. We're going to keep giving copies of the book away. First caller, 1-800-930-2819. What I love about this, and Angela, what you, you do in the book is you're very clear that every woman is the queen of her own destiny. The power of girlfriends can help you discover your inner strengths, but the ability to harness and balance the many powers within makes one a queen. That's right out of your book. And you say to us, prepare to embark on your own mystical path to empowerment by discovering your true power. I want to talk about these four queen archetypes because I was saying to you that we're starting to see female, let's just call them female characters, female women, women across the board whether it's in the United States or other countries, we're starting to see them show up multifaceted, multi archetypal, uh, archetypal in nature. And I want to ask you, how is it that they are doing that and are they subconsciously or consciously empowering and embarking and initiating these four archetypes?
3: Yes, absolutely. That's, and that's a great point that there's a, a multi, multifaceted uh, nature to this um, because we have the four, you know, there are four queens that we're using in this system. So right away, it's not just about saying empower me, empowerment means looking at uh, a woman embodying this these particular traits. Um, there's there's several sides to it. So, for example, um, we may have somebody who um, their superpower is to be a mentor or a guide or a teacher uh, and they're stepping into that role and they're making their voice heard and and they're putting a message out there uh, but there's also a time that they're going to step into the warrior energy and so it gets to be a little more complicated than just um, we were talking about movies over the break and so to use sort of a movie phrase like when someone gets typecast and, and like like they're always the um, you know the sexy one, or they're always the the nerdy one, or they're always whatever. Um, we're seeing more emergence and honoring of the uh, the complicated you know the the warrior who is also the lover, and yeah. the the mother who's also the the fierce warrior, and it's it's all inter you know interchangeable. Um, I was going to say it's all interchangeable. Now it's always been interchangeable, but we're starting to honor that that it's interchangeable. Um, so that's really a great thing because it's it's uh broadening the repertoire and that's what this is about even in terms of people's real practical lives you know you might be a um A professional in your career, uh, but perhaps you're also a mother, or perhaps you're also um, you know, a a lover, or perhaps you're also an advocate or a warrior, um, or perhaps you're all of those things, and then life changes and you have to readjust to how you're carrying out those roles in your life, and that can be a very traumatic, scary thing to go through.
2: Well, I want to do a little demonstration with you. I don't know if you're up for it. Sure. Um in the book, you help us discover this. You you instruct us to shuffle the cards. Don't look. <laughs> I know it's hard, right? Shuffle <laughs> the cards. Don't and don't. None of this absolute. Uh, accidentally, the card flips out of the deck, Benny. None of that. And shuffle the cards and without looking, randomly place all four in a row in front of you. Now, uh, I'm assuming you might have those four cards. I do. Yes. So here's the question that I want to ask you, and let's go through and do this uh, as we've given away the second copy of the book. This is a question that I get all the time. People say, I'm not sure I know what to ask, or I'm not sure I blank. I'll tell you, for me, I am very clear on what the challenge is that's in front of me and which is of my own making. And I would look for what is it that I need to learn from these four queens to help me move forward at an accelerated, expansive, and abundant place to finish what I have started. So you see, I had that general question. Sometimes mm-hmm. people don't feel comfortable with a general question. And I wanted to know from you, how can we use these four queens? Uh,
3: Yes. So there's a variety of different ways. Um, We can, just like you just did, we can look at it as what is the energy I need right now to move forward? Whatever moving mm-hmm. forward might mean, um, and so this becomes—you know—the queens are like our personal oracle. They're already a part of us, but if we want to view them as separate entities, just for the sake of, of simplicity, um, we can look at them as guides. So if someone is working with the cards, and I've certainly I've got uh, the four cards here that I'm—you know—playing around with as we're as we're speaking, and e- even as you were asking the question, kind of laying them out to see. Oh, I wonder who's going to pop up here. Mm-hmm. Um, so we. can we can use this as an oracle on a daily basis what energy do I need to tap into today we can use it as an oracle to guide us through a particular transition even if you're reading the book um, there are different ways you can read the book cover to cover like any other book or you can use the queens to say okay what energy do I need and if the queen of cups comes up first then we go right to that section and work with that energy first so um, so there's a lot of different ways that we can use the cards specifically. And even if you do not like to use cards or you don't have cards, um, visualizing or, or calling on the Queens in meditation. Um, because again, this is, this is just a personification of your higher wisdom. So we can, we could use it as a force of guidance. We can also use them, um, as, uh, a means of manifesting. So for Mm -hmm. example, if, um, you had mentioned before we went on break, if somebody's struggling with a relationship or struggling with a job situation. So if we're struggling with something in, in relationships, um, and, and we need to open the heart, or maybe heal the heart, or have more compassion, we're going to connect with the Queen of Cups. And mm-hmm. we can do that in a variety of ways. We can There's a, a lot of different you know, rituals and steps that the book outlines, and, and meditations, and things like that. But even real simple, um, communing with water, because that's her element. Um, you know, Meditating on the heart chakra, that kind of thing. That opens us up to love and relationships. If we're struggling with we- whether to leave a relationship, or setting boundaries in a relationship, we might want to work with the queen of swords for that because she's our advocate. Um, she's our assertiveness power, our warrior woman. She helps us to set limits. She helps us to focus in on our goals and not get, uh, not get sidetracked or, or not get into the people pleasing type of things. Um, with work type of situations. If you're, you know, struggling with your career or, um, trying to be more productive in your career, you want to work with the queen of pentacles because she's the, um, abundant, uh, earthy energy. So same thing with money and and that kind of thing, you could work with the queen of pentacles. Um, if you're looking for guidance to move forward in your career, Mm -hmm. then we work with like the queen of wands because that's where we get, you know, new opportunities, new ideas, new inspiration.
2: Yeah. And you know, the thing that I want to really point out to people, because this is where we can get a little sideways. The thing I'd like to point out is that we're not looking at one queen being better than the other. So let's just talk about that. Um, We're talking about each of them bringing a unique set of empowered energies forward for us to lean into tap into and help us with, right? And yes. I, and and to understand that, and this is my question for you, to understand that do, that each of them may have, we'd like to say, a shadow side as well as a bright side. Uh, for example, the Queen of Wands. I, I relate to the Queen of Wands. I, I love wands, by the way. And I don't know why I relate to her. I don't necessarily relate to the image. So this is a tricky thing for me. But I relate to the idea of imagination. I relate to that energy of imagination. When I look at the queens, let me have you guess. Which one do you think I cannot take my eyes off?
3: Well, my sense is uh, (laughs) Queen of Swords having a a strong draw for you. (laughs) Yes.
2: Why is that? What is happening?
3: Well, you know, it's it's interesting um uh-huh. that uh, that you uh, relate to the wands energy because you're you're you know you're a host of a talk show so that's the communication that's the mm-hmm. you know and, and the way you describe your home it's like yeah there's a lot of imagery there um, so you do have you know like we all have all of the powers of all of the queens um, but i feel a strong connection with you and the queen of swords because even though your your vehicle is communication radio um, you know the spoken word uh, the the image the information um, it's more than that it, you strike me as more than, I don't want to say just an educator as if educators weren't important. Mm -hmm. um, But what I'm feeling from you is that there's um, a lot more of like, there's a mission here. Like there's a, you're on a crusade and that's, that's the Queen of Swords energy. So yeah. uh, so they blend together. And so when we look at, um, if we were to look at this kind of like an energy profile, almost like a reading, um, what I would say is that for you, at least at this point, because energy is changeable, uh, but the Queen of Wands and Swords are kind of like your pilot and co-pilot within your energy. Um, and so then we would look at, okay, well, where do the Queen of Pentacles and Cups fit in with this picture? One mm-hmm. of them might be more in like the shadow side for you. Uh, one of them might be more like, um, you know, the backseat driver that we've sort of put in the back of the car and forgotten about. Um, and and at different times, we may need to, you know, ha- have that switching around of roles and bring one up to the front a little bit more. And so I love that you mentioned that none of the queens are better or worse than the other. What happens is as individuals, we have our, um, our greatest degree of comfort with certain energies and our greatest degree of discomfort, um, with certain energies. So for example, um, I, I huh. do not do as well, not that I don't do as well, but the queen of pentacles for me mm-hmm. it takes a lot of effort to connect with that energy. I'm not a patient, slow moving right. person at all. <laughs> right. Right. Um, so I have that power, but she's she's not up in the driver's seat most of the time. If I have to really put conscious effort into putting her there, and usually as soon as I'm able to, I throw her in the back seat again. Because <laughs> it's just it's just not my it's not my nature at this point. It doesn't mean that she's bad or her energy is bad, um, but it's a little harder for me to stretch into that energy. But it's possible, and that's also why I think queen up is important, uh, is to help people understand that we can, we can embody anything we want to embody. It's just easier for us to stay in certain patterns. And sometimes those patterns help us and sometimes they don't.
2: Well, you know, this is really part of, you know, understanding how to move within each of these. I'm kind of like you. Um, You you know, I'm not really, I'm not really the one that can sit and be super patient. But I'll tell you, I've had to do that. You know, we are, you're right. I mean, I have three projects um, that related to our network, but not. One is to create a video game slash app for Lyme disease awareness with absolutely phenomenal, cool characters. And we're in the process of uh, storyboarding and creating a crowdfunding initiative. And I have had to learn extraordinary patience because Mm -hmm. I want that done yesterday. You know, I feel like we're racing against the clock to get that crowdfunding campaign done right in the middle of, uh, well, first of all, you know, support from university. So I feel like I'm racing against the clock. But at the same time, I know things take the time they take. I sense you're a little bit like that, right? Um, yes. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Is that from both of us have been on healing journeys, right? We both recovered from, uh, uh, I, uh, let's just say it, a disabling uh, sort of a life event. And I don't, I think that changed me. I think it changed me in that I'm, I'm not willing to wait, wait, wait. But somehow I got to figure out the balance around this, just like you did. I don't like the word balance. Let's call it harmony. Boy <laughs> I like
3: harmony. I like harmony. harmony.
2: Balance, never going to happen here. <laughs>
3: that
2: yeah, that's, happen. that's interesting to try to think
3: of where it comes, because where it comes from. Because, yeah. I, you know, honestly, um, I think I, I learned to embrace patience more since the accident. Um, still haven't aced it, uh, but it it forced me to slow down because one of the big things when someone has a brain injury that helps the healing process is you yeah. have to slow down. You have to take, I mean, like I was, you know, 30 and had to take naps. I don't even think I took naps when I was four. Uh, so that <laughs> I wasn't really patient before that.
2: <laughs> but, you know, I'm finding that now too. I mean, you know, it sounds like you're a bit like me. I mean, we've come to a place of peace with those things that have happened to us along the way to being us, right? Um, And yet at the same time, we know that there's more to do. And maybe in any given point of a day, it is a nap. But to do that in a way that we don't feel less empowered, right? That we don't feel less than, that we don't feel like we have been, what is the word I'm looking for, debilitated by a life event that's where understanding the power of these queens, which energy to call upon, when to call upon them. That I think is the key to what you've written in this book.
3: Yes, absolutely. And and it's a reframing. So you're absolutely Mm -hmm. right. I mean, one of the things that I recall from when I was earlier in my recovery process, um, was having the awareness, uh, and it was through a meditation when I was connecting with my guides and, uh, had the awareness that where I used to find my information by reading several books at once and and being like really focused at, on the outside world for information mm. yeah. um, and and at the time you know naps you might as well just like put me in the timeout chair you know and, and like send me to bed with no dinner so I was really upset about having to have that as part of my uh, lifestyle and the guidance yeah. that I received was that this is still it is still an empowering process there's a lot of power that comes in from plugging into that internal world there's there's information that comes from there. So if we reframe it, like, you know, it's not like, Oh, I'm, I'm losing out on the, I'm losing out on the outside world because for an hour, I've got to go do something involving the inside world. We can also reframe it to look at, I'm getting to experience something from the internal world and I I still am gaining something.
2: Yeah. I I mean, uh, Benny, I'd like to skip the break, but let's give away another copy of the book. While uh, Angela, while you and I talk about the second part of the book, the Mm. part that takes us through each week, right, and what it means to really go through and follow some of the guidance and exercises you've put in the book. But before we do that, one last copy of the book, if we could, 1-800-930-2819, thanks to Angela, we're paying this forward, 1-800-930-2819. Uh, And and again, how can people find out more about you? Because this is just one aspect of the work that you do. I would love for them to find out more.
3: Oh, thanks so much. Yes, you can visit my website, intuitiveangela.com.
2: Okay, let's talk about the second part of the book, because the first part I think is brilliant in helping us understand the potentiality of the Queen's. The second part of the book is now, okay, this is how we do it. Why was this important to put this in here this way? And why am I so completely engaged in week four and week five? Why am I so like stuck on get fired up and trust yourself?
3: (laughs) Ah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. So I really wanted this to be practical. Um and and just universally um helpful to people. You know, not not everybody has the means or the interest to hire a coach and that's cool. You know, so putting part of empowerment means you help people recognize that the power is in their hands and information is power. So it was important to me that people had some further resources. Um, there's a lot of great books out there that introduce theory and then just kind of leave you hanging. And it's like, oh, that's a great concept. What do I do with it? And so I, I wanted this to not be like that. Um, so the, the second part of the book is called uh, 52 Weeks to Queen Up. And each week there is a a ritual, an exercise, a meditation, there's something practical to do, uh, that takes you into deeper connection and deeper relationship with one of the particular Queens. So, um, so getting fired up is connecting with your queen of swords, um, and, and looking at how you can bring those tools into your life. Because also I think sometimes, uh, at least for myself, um, when we are introduced to a concept that's a little bit new and different, Uh, it's kind of like diet mentality. We'll try it for a couple of weeks and then we get distracted and there's just, there's nothing there to keep it relevant, you know, for the remainder of time. Uh, and so I wanted to set it up so that whatever is going on in your life, you open up the book, flip to that page. Okay. Week five, um, here's an exercise so that I'm going to keep using the tools I just learned. And then week six, and it's not dated so that, you know, a year from now, week one starts all over again, because the information on that page will be the same, but your life, you'll be in a different place in your life. So you'll be taking the journey with you.
2: I love it. You know, I mean, I I can't believe this hour has gone by so quickly. Um, You know, you have put so much into this book. I mean, it's clear to me that this is your life's work right? And I love the way you're talking about Queen Up, because as I'm reading the book, while we we have been talking about women quite a bit, this book is not just for women. You know, these archetypes can represent men and women in so many ways. But I think like you and I are talking about, I think as women, we certainly do relate to it. And we relate to it. um, When we think about Uh, What are we going through? You know, Mm -hmm. what happens when we're dethroned? I think you refer to this in your book, you Mm -hmm. know, the process of being dethroned. And, you know, you've had that experience. I've had the experience in my life several times. Mm -hmm. So thank you for all of this. The other thing we didn't talk about in the book when you guys get your copy is that there are certain zodiac signs that are related which I, I didn't pay a whole lot of attention to, but there you have made a reference to the natural elements as well as the zodiac signs um, and symbols for, for these folks. Um, believe it or not, it, 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 when I think about this, I am a Sagittarian. And I found that fascinating that you, know, you were able to pick that out with the Queen of Swords. But there's so much more in here. I want to thank you for for writing this book. I want to thank you for your insight. Um, And I want to ask you one last question in the minute or so we have left. What's your personal message, Angela? What would you like to leave everyone with today?
3: Oh, wow. Hmm, in a minute. Okay. (laughs) Uh, The the main thing is uh, for you to remember that everything that you need, all of the guidance that you need, all of the answers that you need, it's on your path. It's within you. Um, just be
2: open to it. I love it. Uh, and again, give out your, uh, give out your uh, website. Sure, intuitiveangela.com. Yeah, and my, just for those of you, you know, you heard me talk about that. My moon is in Capricorn, and that's the Queen of Pentacles. So I probably need to learn a little bit from that. Angela, everybody, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with another hour of Dr. Pat Show.
1: audio was via a Skype call.